Hi, and welcome to Non-Fungible Queens, a podcast for the queens and the in-betweens. I'm Hodel Hill. I'm K-Duck. Welcome back to another episode. Today, we're super excited. We're joined by the founders and team of Wisher Vodka, um, M, Kalo, and Boca. Thank you so much for joining us, guys. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks. Happy to be here. Hi, so excited. Yeah, I'm super excited. Um, I know we were chatting a little bit before this, and um, Hill found out about you guys through South By in Austin. So we've been kind of having you guys on our radar ever since then and wanted to get you guys in here to, to learn a little bit more about what you're doing. So super excited to dig into it. Yeah, South by Southwest was a great time. It was nice meeting you guys there. That was, that the, was best. the best. That was really fun. So if you want to tell us a little bit about your background and, um, you know, a little bit about yourself and maybe how you got involved in this space. Yeah, so uh, I'm M. I have a background in graphic design and brand development. Uh, so from that angle, I started partnering with Kalo about, you know, this new ventures we could go into. Kalo, do you want to take over the story now? Sure. So I'm Kalo. Uh, my real name is Kim. And I have a background in hospitality and sales recruiting and um, sales technology or technology sales, sorry. And um, I, I also have Crohn's. And so when Mtastic and I spoke, we, we had this idea to, to create our product for, um, to be more inclusive for people with allergies and such. Uh, yeah, and I was just lucky enough to marry into this uh, whole shenanigan uh, <laughs> with uh, Intastic, and uh, we actually met in art school down in Florida at Ringling College of Art and Design, and um, I've kind of been uh, kind of chasing down uh, this, you know, I guess VR, AR, metaverse technology for a number of years now, and it's kind of just so happenstantial that both of my worlds kind of collided perfectly once the lot the vodka started to launch and it just made a lot of sense for us to uh you know kind of launch through web3 um and kind of build our community uh in this space um due to a lot of the aspects that are entrenched in the brand that's awesome so you're, you're kind of like the glue guy you're, you're the one that puts it all together Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I remember Kalo and I were like working out in Ohio. We first met each other and it, uh, everything just kind of came together. Um, and it's just been a wild ride, like actually starting this, I guess, two or three years ago. So i um, excited to see where it's grown and like, you know, where we're going next. Uh, we don't even need roads, so they say. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I like but the you... Back to the Future reference. <laughs> <laughs> Always. Yeah, we're paving them. Yeah, so do you want to tell us um, maybe why why vodka? What kind of intrigued you guys about, um, you know, that area of production? <laughs> well, while we worked out together and we like to live a healthy lifestyle, we also like to have a lot of fun. Uh, I, I happened to be at a party where I couldn't eat or drink anything. They were see serving another brand that was made from corn. And having Crohn's, I can't consume wheat or corn. So um, so we jokingly said, you know, we need to make something that I know if a Kim comes to my house that we can, we can all drink it. We can all have a good time. And so then we started diving in and just researching and calling people and exploring. And what we found out is that there really was a need in the market and that 55% of people are actually seeking out gluten-free products right now for medical reasons or dietary or just personal preference. So, so we steamed forward and, um, and here we are, it just kept rolling. So Wisher Vodka is distilled from beets. So we are gluten-free and grain-free from the source and we are lab tested. So we're really determined to uh, lab test each of our batches of vodka just to you know, make sure there's no cross-contamination so people can really feel uh, like they can trust it. Yeah, they can feel confident in our, in our brand and, and in what we're offering and, um, and of course, make their own decisions medically and, and that. But, um, but for us, we, this is a product I feel confident and I, and I feel well when I, when I can, you know, that when I drink it, when I consume it. 
That's really interesting. I I didn't know that. Um, so most other vodkas are created with um, like a corn base then? Most vodkas are made from, there are three things. So they could be made from wheat, corn, or potatoes. That's what most vodkas are made, are distilled with. Okay. And uh, so we're using beets, which is really unusual, but um, we searched all over the U.S. looking for a, for a great tasting product. And we actually felt, uh, we found this recipe and then uh, found an amazing distiller to create it for us. That's awesome. So unique. And vodka doesn't have any requirements. Like it doesn't have to be made with a specific thing. Yeah. Some things like uh, whiskey, bourbon, they have to be 50% uh, wheat or corn, depending which one it is. And tequila has to be um, specifically made from blue agave in a, in a certain city in Mexico. Um, but tequila, but vodka just has to have a sugar source, a yeast and a water. So you can use any sugar source and we're using um, beets as our source. And it's quite delightful. That's awesome to hear. And it's awesome to hear that, you know, you have such a direct tie to really needing this type of product. Like you yourself will get sick if you consume. So I think it's like, like it's tried and true and tested by the founder directly, which is like something to say. Yeah. And one of the challenges we found is that you can, uh, right now you can make, you can make vodka using wheat or corn uh, and say that it's gluten-free because during the distillation, the numbers are low enough, but I actually get sick from it. I've tested it. <laughs> so, uh, so and this, I'm sure there's a lot of products out there like that. Yeah. That, you don't want a product made from gluten if you can't have gluten. That's a little, you know. Yeah. And it seems concerning. like people use it as like a buzzword now in, <laughs> in the market, like gluten-free, like, you know, it's that people just think, oh, I'll slap it on the box and maybe people will be more drawn to it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But we, you know, we, we really care about it. And, um, and we, you know, I'm Tastic and Boca helped me create this product so that I could, I could have a drink at every party now. Hey, <laughs> I still might have go. to bring my own food, but. <laughs> That's some good friends right there. Create a whole they product are. just for you. I know. <laughs> It makes going out a heck of a lot easier. I'll say that. So I'm very <laughs> glad that we landed. And it is cool to actually order it at a bar. Like, it's super fun. So, so you don't have um, to bring a little flask in your purse? Uh, well, we have those <laughs> too. Absolutely. I still carry a flask. <laughs> Fantastic created some gold ones for us. They're gorgeous. They say wisher across them. Oh, wow, I don't, that's I don't, awesome. I definitely take it with me if I think I might need it. <laughs> I, w- I want to know how rough the process was testing and trying all these products until you got it right. Oh, gosh. <laughs> well, that one night. There was one night where we tasted 30 vodkas. Oh, my gosh. There yeah. was notes. It was it, it was intense. And it was yeah. very Probably after, like, 15, you don't even remember the yeah. last <laughs> notes for the first 15. <laughs> I might have been the most sober. I had to spit out a lot of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sommelier style over there. Kalo. <laughs> but the people around me, not so much sober. <laughs> we did have some sober people uh, helping us, making sure that the guy, our, all of our votes were tallied correctly. Yeah. Uh, so, but it was cool. I was doing a blind taste test. And um, at the time, we actually had some samples back from the production line, and ours were just like consistently coming to the top in the, in the blind taste test. So it was just, that's when we knew we were onto something yep absolutely but we also just traveled and talked to a lot of people we went to distilleries all over the u.s we talked to people who were distilling you know cane sugar we talked to people who were uh you know making their own yeast we talked to a lot of people we saw a lot of stuff yeah, they were so, making their own honey. Remember that one? There was. I thought they were making yeast, but maybe they were just making honey next to their. <laughs> I thought vodka. bees make honey. What's up? you talking? I feel like we're. I think. <laughs> I feel like we're both off. There were a lot of bugs. Okay. A lot of bugs. bugs something. <laughs> something going on. They I were forget. distilling a lot. <laughs> so, do you guys? How did you find your distiller? Are they like local to you guys, or are they just anywhere? 
Um, they're actually in Fort Myers, Florida. So we found that through our travels as we were testing like 50 different, uh, 50 different distilleries all over the U.S. And that was one we discovered. Uh, we brought our recipe to them and they have some interesting things that the re- part of the reason why we chose them was, you know, just some of the things they're doing here and already, you know, sugar free and they've worked with organic and different, you know, specifications for brands. So they were at the top of our list for that, but they also have some international connections when we're ready to move internationally. You forgot the best part, Kaylo. What did if I we're, forget? If we're going to be traveling there a lot, we want it to be <laughs> in a fun place. So why not Florida? Exactly. Right? That's that true. Snow. I don't want to be up here in Chicago in February. I'd rather be in Florida. Uh, I'm in Illinois too. Are you? Yeah, I'm like I'm like about two hours south of Chicago, but yeah, so it's. Yo, we need like an NFT Chicago. Yes, I I keep saying like I don't know why like Wisher Vodka needs to put it on and I will be there. Say the word. Let's go. Let's go. Cabo's in Chicago too. I used to live there. I'll come down for that. All right. Yeah, Hill's in Canada. You're in Canada. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so when yeah. are you expanding to Canada? Well, right now we're looking, <laughs> probably not for at least two years. But we'll probably be uh-huh. U.S.-based for two years. But, um, you know, I am from Detroit, which is actually, you know, I go south to go to Canada. So maybe we can connect somewhere. I don't know where you are in Canada. Just but... throw it hard enough. You can catch it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You can come over. You can come over to Detroit and... Uh, and we'll get you some product. But yeah, for now, the next two years, we're really focused on getting across the U.S. as fast as we can. Being a, you know, and being in the metaverse space, we're, we're known not only nationally, but globally, like you said. And I know there is there are a lot of um, a lot of gluten free people in Canada. So that is a that is a high point on our list. We're trying. All right, I'll be waiting. <laughs> in the meantime, come to Chicago. We'll have a party and get you yeah. some products. Well, in the meantime, I'll meet you in the metaverse, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So speaking of the metaverse, you know, so after, you know, you got your product to production and you got everything figured out, why why NFTs? Why the metaverse? Why why not just stop at, you know, a regular vodka production of regular you know, alcohol company. Because we can't control Boca, but I'll let you take that one, Boca. <laughs> you can't be yeah, controlled. He's too powerful. It's, it's true. <laughs> Over 9,000. Um, yeah, no, uh, basically uh, what what it kind of came down to is when, when we were doing our tour of the U.S., as they said, kind of checking all these distilleries, talking to a lot of people, we're big on doing research uh, at Wisher, but uh, a lot of people were saying, hey, there's like one way to kind of start a vodka brand, and that's like, Get a get a zip code. Just really lean into that zip code. Maybe make enough money. Get yourself a brick and mortar, and then start to build your brand out that way. And um, just my own expertise and background, I guess, in the e-commerce world. Uh, I just know it's like the it's way easier to get a lot of reach um, digitally than you know, obviously, just knocking on doors and things like that. So um, you know, and as I'd mentioned at the top of the interview, um, you know, I've kind of been dabbling in this space for a few years now and I've got a lot of friends that are working on this technology um, as well and so I've been keeping my eye on it and so it just kind of all sort of culminated into this like perfect moment where we were prepared to make this jump and like into like you know launching through web3 like our product just kind of we got some some due dates and deadlines from our distiller of like when we'd be ready um it was around the same time too i had just purchased land into central land just as like a speculative investment on my own doing and just kind of testing in the space seeing what's up and then um you know i introduced it to kalo and i was giving her a little tour <laughs> of Decentraland. Which uh, you know, I don't know, Kayla, if I'm a good or bad impact on your investment strategy, but <laughs> we'll find basically, out. yeah, uh, I kind of had showed her around, and she thought it was pretty cool too. And yeah. so she decided to get some land, and you know, her first thing was just, you know, building something that was pertinent to her life at the time, which was the vodka, and and our life too, obviously. But um, and so that's when we were like, well, maybe we just like go all in on this, and. Uh, that's when we just started to 
launch. We just jumped off a cliff, essentially held hands and said, we're launching through Web3. And it's been it's a wild exciting. ride. It's yes. been a wild ride. It was like, really, it really exciting. Is, yeah. mm-hmm. It's yeah. so unique. It's um, definitely something that this space hasn't seen before, I think. Um, I, I definitely haven't seen it. And I think, um, you know, you guys are kind of touching on something that's going to be huge in the future. So, you know, hats off to you guys for, you know, making that jump and not being scared to jump into the unknown, basically. Yeah, thank you. We are the official, the first spirit of the metaverse. So, uh, you know, we're all in and and excited about this, like this turn that we've made. I think it's made all the difference in our brand and we all just got so excited the day we decided to do this. It was, it changed everything, the momentum, the speed, the pace at which we've moved forward. And it's just, you know, just trying to keep up because it's just grown so, so quickly. Yeah, and I and think I, it's a. Yeah, I think it's important to also mention how like the metaverse just ladders up to everything we wanted our vodka company to be. We want to be transparent. We want to be very open and very um, diverse. We want to be very inclusive, and really let everyone come and see what we're doing and like talk to us. So it just kind of leans into all of that. And the last last bit on that is, you know, we also just wanted to be a doer brand. Like we didn't want to just be a brand that just talks at you, but like actually like does things with you, you know. And so being a builder in the space and a creator in the space while also being a brand is like really interesting dynamic that I think a lot of brands are going to have to figure out real quick coming up because this is kind of the new economy of like where things are going. And I think the sooner you can jump in and start being a, 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 a brand that is a creator and a builder at the same time is, is going to be to your advantage. Yeah, I do definitely agree with that. And we've kind of found too that, you know, in we had a really dynamic and um, diverse community within our workout group in Ohio. And we found it as we moved away, really hard to recreate. It's just people tend to gravitate to like people, it seems. And even with efforts toward it was hard to create. And then we met the metaverse and it just took all the barriers away in some way where now we truly are part of another, you know, uniquely inclusive and diverse community. And that's really, that's another aspect of our brand that that we're really excited about and uh, something from our past too, that, you know, we can finally find a way to recreate. I know I do. I do. We always say time and time again, how we feel like this space web three just unlocks something within you because it allows you to be with such like-minded people all the time. And it allows you to really immerse yourself with others that, you know, think and, and want to do the same thing. So I think that's, such a cool part of the space yeah i think it gives you a commonality within a diverse um background you know of from all different aspects as far as you know economic and race origin religion sexual orientation really any anything you can think of age um you know and, and talking to people everywhere in the world just it's just pretty amazing we've heard some amazing amazing stories that are just have really touched our our community and um just really love what this space has brought to us exactly i really feel i really feel the same way um i know that that's kind of what we wanted to strive about this podcast creating it is we wanted to show that there really is a place out there for everyone in web3 and the metaverse and no matter like you said your race sexual orientation you know your economic status um where you are in the world like there's a place for you and so i think it's just so cool to see creators and builders really echo that sentiment yeah kadak you mentioned something to me uh just a second ago that um sparked a, a thought in my head that i hadn't really considered but like you know in the real world it's hard to find people like just out in your day to day that like you feel like are your people that you like kind of connect with. And I feel like what's different in the web three space is like literally 
you kind of just pick a picture out that you find like cool or resonate with and then you jump into the discord and then all of a sudden it's like there's a, a bunch of people in there <laughs> that are kind of very similar to you to where you can kind of find some people that like you feel like you belong to some degree and i feel like just walking down the street like you know you've got fashion tropes that like maybe help guide you in that of like oh yeah like that guy kind of looks like a jock i'm gonna go talk to him or something but even then i I feel like it's way more refined when it comes to like nft game and really like finding people that like you can really connect with and feel heard and feel seen by you know which i think is it's like an instant community which is so nice it's just like oh you're one of us now yeah (laughs) yeah because you have something in common right and um, sometimes having one thing in common is enough yeah and it's like i don't know about you but when i see people out and about they never say good morning to me but on web three i get a million good mornings yeah so it's like you know it's it's just funny like that yeah absolutely i mean now it's term gm right you can't you can't start your day your afternoon or your evening without it <laughs> it's always gm somewhere yeah exactly <laughs> it's five o'clock somewhere <laughs> so i have a question about uh decentraland how did you land on decentraland because i'm a big sandbox maxi but i like decentraland too just to a lesser extent great question yeah. um one of the big reasons for doing it Decentraland is you don't really need special devices or, you know, just a web browser to get in and it's free and it's more catered toward the over 21 crowd. Um, I think are some of the big reasons why we chose it. Boca, do you have anything to add? Um, yeah, I mean, I, you know, being in the space, I just heard some rumblings from, from a few of our NFT friends that, you know, this is something to check out. Um, and you know, I, I had checked out Crypts of Voxels and a few others. I've even downloaded the sandbox, uh, you know, sort of builder tool of voxels or whatever. And, you know, I think for us, um, it really kind of resonated, um, because it, uh, there's so much potential with just the SDK that they give to the owner that where you can literally create anything you want from it. Um, that is, is super powerful. Uh, that's in a space that is kind of like, I'm trying to figure out how to like equate this. I guess it's like early MySpace days, right? Where like you can have a page, you can put snowflakes on it, you can put any music you want on it. And that, but it's still part of this larger network where people can discover you and just stumble upon your land and your brand that, you know, I thought at the time was just perfect for us and the graphic style made a lot of sense for us too. Um, just being able to have a little bit higher res stuff because, um, you know, we're going to be putting in like a whole uh, vodka bottle that is rounded and shapely versus at the time when I was looking at Sandbox, it was very much like pixelated or, or boxy Minecrafty style, right? So yeah, these were all things... Yeah. Yeah, voxelated. Yeah. So these are all like things that we kind of took into account. And then as I just kept digging deeper and deeper to the SDK, that Decentraland, uh, just more and more ideas started flooding in of like what we could do with the space and how we could kind of adapt it to like really flip the space overnight, which is like something you could never do in real life. Like once you buy the brick and mortar bar, you're kind of stuck with that unless you want to reinvest. But here we can flip it every night to manage a different event. In fact, we just did something recently with the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation and they're doing this giant like poop up sort of experience in real life. So we just put a giant inflatable poop up sort of thing on our land and everyone was inside dancing. And it was kind of like a really unique experience that would have been hard to achieve in the real world. That you know? sounds very so, unique. Yeah, right? It was very unique. Uh, so um, that's I have a question. For our listeners, not a not for me because I obviously know everything. What is SDK? <laughs> ah, thanks. Um, yeah, so it's basically the the backend sort of code that you can use to uh, manage and control your land. So there's two ways to build into central land. There's one they've got this interactive GUI, which is basically like a graphics interface where you can, it's pretty much like playing the Sims where you get like a little bucket of tools and you can drop it on the land. 
but the SDK is more using like code and um, the command line prompt to really kind of build whatever you want. So for instance, we've got a virtual sort of bar that you can walk up to put a cocktail glass under and then pour a cocktail out of a dispenser into it. Um, and so that's all achieved using like code code language so that uh, you can upload it then to their servers and basically um, kind of uh, deploy your land uh, so that it can be exactly what you want it to be. Our, our listeners, thank you for that explanation. <laughs> yeah, no worries. And just to boil it down, SDK is just a software development kit, um, gotcha, which is something gotcha. like a, a coding, uh, they, they'll, they'll kind of create on top of their code so other people can use it. Sweet. That sounds really cool, yeah. actually. I'm going to have to check it out. So there's like a space all the time, not just when you guys are having a party. It's there okay. like pretty much permanently. And yeah, they just, whatever you, you just go up to our bar and something's happening. Sweet. Yeah, so what was kind of the vision um, when you guys, when you, you obviously got the Decentraland plots, like what did you guys want to have? Like kind of like a virtual bar, a virtual hangout for your community or what, what was kind of the, the thought process behind that? Well, Kayla originally started it and she was like, Yep, I'm building a distillery. We were like, oh, okay. <laughs> but actually, we're just messing around, and it was pretty poorly made. <laughs> but like but the colors were pretty. Yeah, yeah. and it's now we've just grown. We've partnered with other the uh, Central Land creators for wearables and for builds, uh, and we just change it pretty often. And it's just kind of grown. Now we have two plots, which is uh, technically an estate. So. We're feeling pretty fancy and uh yeah and just shout out to all the the creators um that have helped us along the way too um that have really kind of been influential in helping us grow the brand too then just kind of experiment with our land and our space we've hosted like dozens of just events for other people on the space to just keep people coming back to the bar um <clears throat> and just have worked with you know some of the top creators um you know in the space to really kind of build out the brand I love that. It's so cool to hear that you guys are constantly changing and updating it because, you know, it's one thing to just build something, throw it out there and say, hey, you know, check it out. But like you're constantly changing it. So like every time somebody comes back, it could be different and a whole new experience. So that that's so cool that, like you said, you can't really obviously you can't do that with like a brick and mortar. But, you know, Web3 possibilities are endless. 100 percent. Yeah, I think that's that's what just draws us to the space more and more is like the only limitation is our own imagination. You know what I mean? And so, um, you know, we, we've kind of done, you know, the skeuomorphic version where it's like, OK, this is like a bar. It feels like something I'd walk into in Chicago. We've done, you know, something that's like more of a parkour course where you just jump on these cryptocurrencies all the way up to a moon, you know. And so there's been a lot of like variance in how we're kind of going about it. And there is one thing that, you know, for the listeners that I've found that like really resonates well with with some of the metaverse uh, crowd, and that is this concept of non-directive play. Um, I didn't coin that term, but it's basically this 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 ideology that like, you know, you kind of just put something in a space and watch and like let the user kind of figure out how to interact with it. And so the more like, you know, abstract you can kind of be with it, the more their own imagination kind of takes shape with it and like what the purpose or meaning of it was from a design standpoint. And that's something like we've kind of really been like playing around with and trying to like you know mess mess around with and just see see uh see people's reactions and get them to like tweet it out you know <laughs> essentially so it's been it's been a lot of fun along the journey and i think we've already starting to see different phases and cycles happen within the metaverse of like what's popular at the time and it's kind of like it's got its own little ecosystem of what's what's hot right now and like what's uh, cold tomorrow you know i hope the vodka's cold tomorrow <laughs> it's always on ice <laughs> exactly yeah so speaking of the creative juices what are the actual nfts that um you know people can mint and what and what was the process of creating the art for those 
That's probably so, a question for Mtastic. I can so. take this one. Okay. <laughs> She's our uh, artist. So our first cocktail, our first NFTs were the Genesis cocktails. So there are 12 different types of cocktails. I'm counting right now in my head that there's 12. Um, and each cocktail comes with a ton of utility. Uh, we are still currently minting. So we kind of, this is like our standard. This is our, you know, uh, I can't think of the term now, but anyways. Um, so they're all wisher cocktails. And then because as a vodka brand, we mix well with others. We have four NFT partners that we have done collab cocktails with. So those are the Peaceful Groupies, the Sad Girls Bar, uh, Sup Ducks, and Apocalyptic Apes. And then with your NFT, there is a ton of uh, utility. So each NFT comes with a case of vodka and a box of swag, along with wearables and you know, uh, VIP invitations to our parties and all sorts of stuff like that. Nice. So real utility, get a whole case of vodka for minting. Yes. Yes. And one of those is signed and numbered by Mtastic and myself and being the first spirit of the metaverse um, and the first bottles off the line. Because Mtastic and I went down to Fort, Fort Myers and we signed them as they came off the line could potentially be valuable down the road as well. And we have a couple one-of-ones in the series to really mix it up. Um, those are signed by me and Kalo and then one for each of our partnerships and those people, and those haven't been claimed yet. Uh, we'll get yeah, vodka, uh, every year for at least five years. Ooh, like a, so a lifetime or not lifetime, but well, <laughs> our, intent, our intention is lifetime. It's more than five years. <laughs> Our intention is lifetime, but our attorneys make us say five years. <laughs> they said we have to have an end date. <laughs> but our intention is for life. So you, you guys gave me some really cool stickers. Sorry, Kadak, I'm going to talk no, over you ahead. for a second. Um, I really like the holographic Wisher stickers that I got at South by Southwest. Do you have that on your label as well? Uh, we don't have a holographic, but we have tons of stickers. We're giving about in real life but um i think our bottle's pretty cool too um so yeah we have a lot of stuff going on did you design the bottle art as well okay yes i did but i still think it's cool no no i you're allowed to be allowed to pat yourself on the back she did she's amazing let me brag about you yeah she's an amazing artist and she created all of those stickers all of the the bottle labels and the nfts and um that is not an easy feat so yeah props to you (laughs) yeah thank you thank you well kalo now has the challenge of selling it in real life so we're starting sales in the Baltimore DC area and it's already available in a ton of liquor stores and restaurants and only more and more keep coming up on the list. So we have a locator on our website where you can um, purchase it or we ship to 42 states. I can barely keep up with this store locator. <laughs> we need to chat, Kayla. I, need I know. To, I need there's, to a better there's, system with this. There's three more arriving tomorrow. I know. Three more locations. So you have to. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. Yes. So wish her. Upgrade co- our server plan. Coming to a store near you, basically. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Soon. We're moving as fast as we can to get it around. Uh, we have plenty of product because we, we did prepare um, for multiple market launches. So. We're ready to go, and and uh, it's so far the response has been amazing, and the community has been very supportive, and um, it's been great. We've already had three launch parties with different communities who have um, some who some we created and some invited us to their events, and it's just been the response has been really positive, and we're excited. It's going well. 
We didn't factor in, though, that, like, people in Australia want our bottles now. <laughs> and it's like, uh, Canada, maybe. Get it there? Yeah. yeah, Canada. Yeah, Canada sure. could be in our three-year plan. Yeah. I think yeah. Canada could be in the three-year plan. <clears throat> Better get years. to update in that store location. Canada yeah. would appreciate <laughs> that. I don't even know if it goes internationally. i got to look at this map real fast. <laughs> you might need to upgrade. Another thing to think about. <laughs> We talked a little bit about, you know, the parties that you have in the Central Land, but do the passes also come um, with invites to in real life parties or, or any of those in the plans? Absolutely. We just had one Saturday and uh, we had um, we had several holders in attendance and there will be many more to come. So uh, our first, if, if there are any limited quantity events, our holders are always invited and welcome. We had one. Where was the last one they had to show? Was that in LA or NFTLA. Austin? Yeah, um, NFTLA. They had to show their um, that they were holders and they could get and they um, with a wisher with a wisher NFT they could attend the party. And we had several people come to that one as well. So it's pretty fun. You get to meet when you get to meet people in real life. You, know, you talk to them. Some of them talk to on a daily basis even and then all of a sudden you get to meet them in real life and we're just we're trying to bring together the url and the irl and it's been really fun so far so it's absolutely open to our holders Wish and when we really. throw a part when we throw a party we go big so we had <laughs> a yacht party uh for new year's eve in Miami, we were a part of a mega party in LA with a ton of other NFT groups during NFT LA. Uh, we were in South by Southwest, uh, so we try to we try to go a lot of places. <laughs> yeah, it's easy to get invited to a to a party when you're a vodka brand. Funny enough, <laughs> we get That's invited. The silver lining. Yeah. Sure, a you lot can of come. Parties. <laughs> Just don't forget the party favors. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So what's next (laughs) on the in real life agenda? Because next for me is NFT NYC, which I'm stoked about. Yeah. You know, we've kind of uh, been talking about NFT NYC as well. We have a couple of events that have reached out and um, we're definitely in the planning process of looking at uh, how we want to bring that uh, come, come to life. And then we've also um, been working with this group, um, uh, called Den of Geek, and they have a lot of activations around um, Comic-Con. And so we might be doing San Diego Comic-Con and New York Comic-Con this year as well with them. So, yeah, a lot of really cool events coming our way. I was joking with Kayla. I don't know how we're going to cosplay for, for the Comic-Cons, <laughs> but maybe I'll go as my, my, my we, DCL avatar. We already yes. figured that out. Oh, you Me got and it Kayla planned? already okay, figured good. it out. I so, must have missed worry. that chat over the last party. Yeah. I'll just hand you a costume. <laughs> Put this on. Well, let's hope it's a good one. Yeah. This is what you get. But yeah, we'll definitely have more events coming in the D.C. area and um, more to come in Baltimore and other areas in Maryland. Maybe we'll get out to Annapolis. We'll see. But then, well, then we're launching in Florida and... Um, We'll be down in Florida. Maybe we'll throw another yacht party in Miami or Ooh, something fun our basil? in Naples. Basil, however yeah. you say that. Yeah, I our like basil. basil. Yeah. Now you made me hungry. <laughs> yeah, put that in the drink. <laughs> Get drink some it. tomatoes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so we'll be there, and then it looks like we're just finalizing our 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 distribution in Texas as well. So. As we move into Florida and Texas, there will be launch parties planned in those areas as well. So a lot to come, but not, you know, not all locked in and planned yet. We just got past our Maryland launch party and uh, now we're, now we're in the planning phases of the next events. I might be still recovering just like from my sleep schedule. So. Oh boy. I'm still, my, my house is still recovering. (laughs) Well, Stuff I'm just everywhere. sunburned over here, so don't mind me. <laughs> <laughs> Too much sitting by the pool. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> so I was going to ask, what is your guys' favorite cocktails? Mm. Mm. Good question. I'm actually, I'm a sweet drink type of guy. Um, and so one of ours that I really like is called the Peaceful Spirit. 
Um, it's very tropical. Um, and yeah, generally I go with that. If it's like a vodka based drink, of course, that's what I'm drinking all the time now. But if it's non vodka based, I usually go with like an amaretto or something like that. Amaretto and Sprite. That'll do it for me. Over to you, Kalo. So I just named my own drink because I was tired of telling everyone the ingredients. It's called Goin' Kalo, and it's a, it's a vodka soda with fresh lime, stevia, and salt on the rim. That's my, that's my go-to. Mm. Ooh, that sounds good. But I like to explore flavors, too. I have a background in hospitality, so, and I love to cook. So I like to explore flavor, flavors, but that's my go-to, you know, every you know, every time I'm drinking, I always have one of those. Yeah. I liked how you guys have, um, different recipes on your website and, um, you know, stuff like that, obviously to use your vodka with. Yeah. Em's about to expand that too. We have so, we've had so many events. I have, I think we've had three There's in the last. There's too many. You got us both down. You can recipes. So add mixologist to, to your title too, huh? Yeah. I mean, I do say I'm a professional vodka taster. I don't really know what those requirements are, but I think I could meet them. Sounds good on a resume. I'll, I'll definitely <laughs> add that. Uh, but yeah, we, we come up with recipes and you know just ideas based on what Kalo can find at the store and what looks fresh and tasty and then you know what we also just really enjoy we have an aloe gimlet that we really like um, with aloe juice we have um, a dirty beet with which is pretty much just a dirty martini but instead of olives it's a pickled beet Ooh, a nod to the vodka huh yeah you see what we did there it's very Um, unique but it's really good it's surprisingly delightful and it's really only three ingredients so it's it's like manageable to make at home uh but we're really trying to you know think of ideas that you can make at home and you'll be really excited about but also like things that you could order at a bar and also be excited about and beets so. being a superfood, we want to edge toward that um, healthier lifestyle a little bit too. So while we have some sugary and fun cocktails out there, we we tend to use more you know fresh fruits or fresh squeezed or muddled um, ingredients that aren't you know that are on the healthier side. Not a lot of food coloring. More um, you know maybe lighter on the calories for some of them. Just trying to think about things like you know because. Being made from a superfood, being made from beets, uh, we want to keep that fitness world engaged and interested as well. But we also just try to make sure Kim can actually drink uh, the cocktails. <laughs> and I have a lot of restrictions. I like to eat pretty healthy too. So many restrictions. There's a <laughs> card involved. Yeah, there's a business card to go to a restaurant. That's true. <laughs> I want to hear Kaduk's favorite cocktail because she didn't say it. Yes. Oh, mine. Oh, sh- uh, <laughs> I probably have to go with a strawberry margarita on the rocks. Mm. I I do like my margaritas, but with basil. I do. Yes. <laughs> yes. Nice. Art art basil. Yeah. <laughs> a little dash art basil in there, please. But if I'm going with a vodka, I do like Moscow mules. That that oh, would yeah. be my vodka choice. I have one for you with fresh, um, oh my gosh, this syrup. It's fresh ginger syrup I found, and oh my goodness, it makes the best mule ever. I can't wait to share one with you. Oh, that sounds amazing. So it's like a a syrup or you make your own? I found it. I I don't make it myself yet anyway, (laughs) but it's just, it's made with just tons and tons of ginger, pounds and pounds, and sugar and water, and that's it. Um, So very very clean and um and just changes the entire mule to something you know to a new level takes it to a new level it makes it really spicy but like in a ginger spicy way that sounds delicious yeah i i feel like i can never there never is enough ginger in the mules with just the ginger beer so i do feel like that would switch up the dynamic yes i i'm gonna make one for you if i ever if we when we get to meet in person maybe yeah 
it, it's gonna happen sometime and and it'll it'll be awesome <laughs> i don't know if i can hang with my you guys answer. though <laughs> oh is that what you're I'm gonna, gonna go with i'm gonna go with greyhound because i like anything grapefruit Ooh, brave oh wait what's a greyhound i don't know this one vodka and grapefruit juice and probably something else but so Ooh. do you use fresh squeezed grapefruit juice or do you use like a out of a jar out of a i mean container? i'm not that fancy <laughs> but I do like actual grapefruit juice as opposed to grapefruit cocktail. Okay. Also, I, grapefruit in Canada, like, it's, that's not a natural thing. So it's an import. That's true. That's true. I'm a little hard Down to in get Florida, to. maybe. Okay. But yes. really, we had a really great cocktail the other night that was Wisher Vodka, um, the grapefruit fever tree. Uh, soda sparkling yeah sparkling grapefruit juice and then mint fresh mint that was delicious there's something else in there too but i can't remember so i've really been on um, a fresca kick lately which is grapefruit so i think wisher vodka and fresca mixed together would be a great summer drink do you guys even know what fresca is um in boca yeah, it comes yeah. in a box. You have that? Okay, I didn't know if you, you had that there. The bag. <laughs> <laughs> I love Fresca. I used to drink that all the time a long, long ago. Yeah, everyone like is like, oh, so old school. And I'm like, I'm I'm twenty five, so I'm not, I'm like just discovering Fresca. And they're like, Oh, bringing it back and I'm like, Yeah, haha. But I just <laughs> like it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I I can't have corn syrup, so I don't know if that has corn syrup in it or not. I should I'll have to take a look. I haven't had that in so long. Oh. But yeah, I love fresh squeezed grapefruit. I have a juicer and fresh squeezed grape juice, uh, grapefruit. I mean, and um, a little bit of honey and Wisher vodka, and um, and you can add mint or basil. That either sounds way. great. Really good. You would love it. You would love it. Gosh, well, we could probably thirsty. talk cocktails all night. I know. <laughs> <laughs> What's um, next on <laughs> Yeah. But, um, yeah, so, you know, wrapping up, you guys mentioned that this was the Genesis Mint. And I know you have some things on your website about the future. And I know um, maybe not developed or you might not be able to share. But will there be, you know, some more drops in the future? Or maybe can you share anything that might be in the works? Yeah. Mm, don't share too much, <laughs> yeah, Boga. Yeah, I'm watching yeah. you. I don't, I don't know if we should let you I hide. Saw, I saw <laughs> We both hot. jumped on to keep him quiet. Um, <laughs> I saw like a play to earn mention. Um let's let's just say let's just say that uh yes, we've been working very hard behind the scenes. Um you know, since we launched in Web3, we aren't going anywhere. Um, we're not a rug pull. We're definitely looking to build in the space and pioneer in the space as well. So we're definitely looking at um, some more drops coming soon, um, but mainly focused on, you know, uh, how we can grow the community and also um, bring bring our community even tighter together. You know what I mean? Because like at the end of the day, um, you know, the NFT and Web3 space is a totally different world. And I feel like storytelling and narrative is really important, even more so important than like a Web2 sort of environment. So we're really looking at from from a Web3 perspective, how, how does a vodka brand play in this space more fully? And so we definitely have been plotting and planning and we've got um, a few things up our sleeve that we're really excited to be sharing um, soon. Uh, I won't give an exact date, but uh, it's definitely on the horizon. It will be in 2022 where we start to roll some of this stuff out. So more to come. Uh, and I'll just leave you with it's uh, storytelling based uh, as, as, as your hook. So there it is. <laughs> yes. And we'll come back and give you more alpha later yeah. when, yes, when he's yes. allowed to be unleashed. <laughs> yeah. So in the meantime, though, they can find you. Um, where can they find you? And then you also are still minting right now. So if you want to give those details. Yeah. So if you go to wishervodka.com, that's the easiest way to mint. Uh, you can just click on 
NFT and you can mint there. You can also click on buy now and you can um, you can have vodka with without the NFT shipped to you. But right now the value of the NFT is just amazing because of the price of ETH. We haven't adjusted our rate. So it's a great time to get in the NFT and become one of our VVIP holders. Um, it was definitely a great time for that. So, but you can purchase online to 42 states like Mtastic had mentioned and have it shipped by the bottle or by the case. And with the NFT, just to recap, comes with a signed bottle and a bunch of swag and, and um, VIP access to all of our events. So, And, and how much say, is that minting for? It's 0. 0.2. 0. 0. 0.2 ETH. Cool. Okay. And yes, I'll just say that that accessible. Genesis cocktail is going to be important in the next chapter of Wish Your He so. cannot contr- He can't hold it back. That's I know. That's right. It will be important. <laughs> so get it, get it while it's hot. It's I set. totally want to say something, but I won't because I'll just say this. Um, hold the dog back. I would say something different, but it would give it away. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Okay. okay. Nice. Well, nice. also, if you're on com, you can also click the metaverse to jump right into our space uh, in Decentraland if you want to check it out. We also have a ton of merch and a ton of updates in what we're doing and a ton of vodka recipes. So it's like a win, 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 win. And we have a bunch of, we host events, um, usually on Fridays, but others as well. They vary. So follow us at wishervodka.com for our events, um, our events coming up as well in the metaverse. And like Em said, just click on metaverse. that will take you right to our space and, um, and you can check our calendar there as well and see who's coming and what we have planned. Cause we always have things in the works and there's some exciting events coming up soon. And then also, that's where you can find us in real life. So if you're in Maryland and D.C., either you live there or you're stopping through, it's a, a, you know, look to see where you can purchase us online or in stores and um, and which restaurants and bars we're in as well. Awesome. Yeah. So thank you so much for joining us, guys. I loved um, hearing about everything you guys are building and your vision. It's awesome. Like I said, it's so unprecedented. It's so awesome to see an original idea come out of the space you know for sure um, so yeah you, you got a you. fan in me and, and i'm super <laughs> excited to see to see what you guys are cooking up in the or should i say distilling up in the future <laughs> mixing up in <laughs> the kitchen so much. i love it thank you yeah. thank you for your support and thank you for having us on i appreciate it so much and just in, in web3 fashion we always ask this because we all gonna make it uh, is there anything <laughs> we can do to help support you guys too i mean we're all in yes. this together so that's yeah. something we always ask everybody yeah i think just um share the episode when it comes out so it'll come out next week and um we'll tag you guys on on social on twitter and everything like that and yeah just share and um yeah tell people about um, our podcast (laughs) and you know kind of what our goal is which is to really highlight you know women and um non-binary people in this space so and i mean a free case of vodka wouldn't hurt either (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> let's go just jokes just jokes send it to canada <laughs> yeah you'll have to drive across the border <laughs> yeah thank you for joining well, thank us thank you guys thank you for welcoming us this was so much fun and uh loved meeting you guys and learning more about you you know meeting you in austin and and hearing more from you today so thanks for having us on and letting us tell our story that's all for this episode You can find us on Twitter at NF Queens Podcast and stay tuned for next week. Bye. Bye.